Hey friends, there's a few dates in particular coming up, which I'd like to see as many 12 and a half as possible in the next few months. Um, March 15th and 16th, I'll be headlining Laughs Unlimited in Sacramento. Uh, April 5th, I'll be at the Last Best Comedy Club in Bozeman, Montana. Uh, I'd love it if we could get some 12 and a half in the crowd for those, uh, those particular dates. And the first week of May, I'll be at the MGM in Las Vegas. Be fun to party with you there. TJ will be in Syracuse February 16th and 17th. Raleigh, North Carolina, the Improv, March 8th and 9th. And uh, if you want more details about his dates, go to tjmillerdoesnothaveawebsite.com. And enjoy the show. Thanks for listening. Now entering Nerdist.com. Answering the questions you don't have. Deep conversations in the shallow end. Two men with lots of ideas and less than an hour. Intelligent-ish. This is Cashing In with T.J. Miller. Welcome to Cashing In. I'm Cash Levy, and I'm sitting here with T.J. Miller. Hey, guys! What fun! <laughs> I'm so excited. We have such good news oh, to tell. Oh, the best news. This is the most amazing thing. I mean, I can't believe it. Uh, this is our final podcast. This, this is, is it. it. This is it. This is the final thing. We did it. This is it. We did it. We, we made it work. We have been bought out. We've been oh. bought out. Uh, we, have a, a, we have a podcast. We've been sold to uh, Long John Silver's. And it uh, looks I, like TJ and I are going to be very rich men. They I gave mean, us stock I, options. I can't wait because we always, listen, and I, you know, you always said this from the start. You said, TJ, I'm in this for the money. Oh, totally. You I'm know, in podcasting the for money. the money. I like from the, the very start. smell of it. Yep. I like being around money. Oh, there's been some very rich men that became rich by podcasting. And that's why you got into it. And I always said, if I can get a sweet, sweet taste of that podcast money, oh, that tasty once you sell out. Buttery pod and money. I was yeah. always I was always targeting uh, Friendster, yeah, or LinkedIn, yeah, as possible places to sort of sell to. But to yeah. have Long John Silver's, I was in jail early. I, I would say one of the most respected fast food oh, fish course. chains. And, yeah, and let me tell you this, buddy. Right? Yeah, one of the most respected. I mean, Katie's uh, in here. Yeah, Katie's here. We're here at the Nerdist today because uh, it's, we're celebrating. celebrating. We're I, getting bought some, drunk. I brought some. I brought some. some tilapia flavored Doritos. Doritos, which tilapia they're, they're, style. They're offering at uh, Long John Slivers right now. Yeah, no, it's so tasty. And the thing is, a lot of people wanted in on it. I don't know if you heard TJ, but uh, there was a uh, the CEOs went at it from Chipotle. There was a bidding war. There was a bidding war. Uh, they had a piggyback race uh, to decide who got it. I wish you would have told me that. You know, I've been doing that. Yeah, and Long John Silver's, they are not just long, they're fast. Well, because uh, they, they won. And uh, who better to have? Here's so the now, thing. I, let me just stop you here for a second. Mm-hmm. So you, instead of having an all-out bidding war where you had them sort of raise the amount that they would buy the podcast for, you just had them have a piggyback race? Yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't totally in charge of it. Uh, you know, I was in charge of how it all worked. But bottom line, we have more stock options and we know what to do with. I'm going to get to, I mean, I... The minute I get off the air today, uh, I'm going to join the Tumbleweed Radio. I'm going to be starting. I can't believe it. Yeah, and I, yeah. I told you, I'm buying that Carnival cruise ship 
that had fecal hallways. Oh, yeah, because that could you could really turn that into a profit. It's it's only twenty five hundred bucks. Yeah. Wall to wall carpets. Yeah, they're, wall they're shit, to they're war shit carpets. Wall to wall carpets. I like wall to war carpets. Yeah, yeah. hardwood decks too. Hardwood I love decks. It. Yeah, this is so exciting. So. And so Long to, John Silver's so it's a fan of it's, it's, it's fan appreciation episode. Because it's time basically. to say goodbye. It's, it's time to say goodbye to the twelve and it's a time half. Time to say goodbye and say hello to the fish fry. I don't. I don't even think they knew that we just have twelve and a half listeners. I think that you know I kind of exaggerated. Well, that was a the little smartest bit. thing that you did because you didn't tell them. You wouldn't release the actual numbers. Not the many, actual numbers. I said twelve and a half, and then they 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 they, they thought twelve and a half million. And uh, I just kind of let it go. Kind of let like it go. Like that. Yeah. 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 Kind of let it go, and that's a lot of fish fry right there. A lot of fish fry. But I'm excited because we're going to do an all maskers episode. People Crispy have been asking golden. for this. Yeah. It's a shame we couldn't get to the full year. This is our 51st episode. It's a shame we never got there. But you who know what? It's gives what a who shit? gives a shit I mean, about those I fans? I need who gives a that shit? money. <laughs> Come on, people. I blew. You've blown a lot of it up I your blew, nose already, haven't well, you? Well, yeah, 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 and it's all nasal sprays. Yeah, yeah. I it's know. the foreign ones, it's the saline nasal mm-hmm. sprays. But I've blown about. Four hundred thousand dollars on carnival games. Mm, interesting. Yeah, that's one way to spend your money. Two hundred thirty thousand dollars on that. You know the one where you have to throw the penny. Well, you have and so make it land. You in have the, so many stuffed plate? animals at your house. I was wondering about that. I had, to, actually I had to buy. I had to a, buy a two bedroom, eight and a half bath apartment. Well, because in Beverly Hills, just the, bathroom, for the stuffed animals. Well, the stuffed animals they shit all over the place. So you need a lot of bathrooms. <sighs> Jesus. Maskers, buddy. You're I mean, I'm so all. excited. And th- listen, this is for the fans. This is for you guys. We're so sorry heading like this. But they're turn- I think Long John Silvers is sort of taking a different direction with the podcast. They're replacing both of us. Yeah. And they're getting an, uh, a guy named Brash Tevy. Brash Tevy. And mm-hmm. a guy named T-Gay Whatwiller. Oh, so it's a whole different direction that they're going. And it's mostly going to be fish-related. They're going to talk about fish fries, mm-hmm. different ty- how types of seafood that you can fry. Yeah. And I think it's still going to be really funny. You know, they're keeping all the original yeah, categories. Yeah, keep listening if you want to. I mean, we don't give a shit either way, but but keep listening if you feel I, like I th- it. I think you tune in next week and you see the what, the where were you, mm-hmm. you know, the essential questions of uh, fish nature, I think yeah, they changed it to. Yeah, they changed that. Uh, practical yeah. fishing in a modern, modern age. age. Um, Fishalize? Mm-hmm. Was it officialized? Yeah, that was analyzing taking fish it to the tweets. Fish. Yeah, taking it to the feet. Taking, taking fish to the, to the tweets? Taking it to the seats. <laughs> The ocean seats. To the ocean seats? Yeah. Uh, I think they're doing, instead of triple banger lightning round, they're doing a triple flounder. <laughs> That's it. Just triple flounder. Just flounders. triple flounders? Yeah. Um, T- triple flounder uh, lightning rounders. And what they do is they'll ask three questions about flounders. Yeah. And the maskers, I guess, is going to be called uh, uh, t- tuna fishers. <laughs> I gotta say, the one thing I am yeah. upset about is how bad they are at renaming. Yeah, the they really, they really didn't take it. It far seems like they didn't even prepare. I don't the, think they cared at all. Well, hey, yeah. I'm just loving that. Now, are you getting? I'm getting half of the money in American currency, and then yeah. half of it in fried cod bites. Uh, yeah, you didn't make. I, I made a little bit better deal. Um, au contraire, mon frère. Yeah. Touche. I, I think a, actually, I. I mean, have you ever have you ever sat in a pile? 
of uh, cod bites that is larger than you yourself? Well, I no, I have no, I, I have not. So they I have don't not. know if you've lived, and I certainly don't know why you would need. Well, my deal had some potential. It was uh, half of it was in stock options, mm. the other half in uh, fishnets stockings. <laughs> so you know, I could use those in two ways. I can sell them to women, or you have I can the fish option with them. to wear the control. fish net I can stockings. Do either one. If I go on a cruise, I can troll for fish okay. with these stockings. They're quite long. Let's move it along. Let's do it. I hate to get nostalgic. Yeah. About the Let's move it on to Cal at Gun Barrel Daryl. Good name. Should I trust a lawyer with birds in his office? A lawyer with birds in his office. Gun Barrel Daryl. Here's the first thing. Um, your name is Gun Barrel Daryl. So you're going to be seeing lawyers with a name like that, right? A lot, yeah. Yeah, you're kind of encouraging that. It's a weird thing to be named Daryl and choose the, the pseudonym Gun Barrel. Well, his real name is Cal. And that's weird, too. Who is like, my name's Cal, but I go by Daryl. Gun, Gun Barrel Daryl. Yeah. His last my name might be Daryl. Or it might be Gun. Cal Daryl? Mm-hmm. Cal Daryl. Hi, my name's Cal Daryl. None of me makes sense. <laughs> my first name's an abbreviation of the state of California. And my second name rhymes with Gun Barrel. I should trust a lawyer with birds in his office. I say no. First of all, yeah. we know birds can talk, so they're going to repeat stuff. They not only that they have wings; they can fly your information. Hey, they got a canary. That means that there might be a gas leak. They're just waiting for this. Yeah, mind I, don't, I don't want. I, I don't want anyone with parrots or any kind of animal. I don't want any reptiles uh, in an office. Uh, of they're a already. They're already kind of. You know. Lawyers are already a little reptilian. Yeah, I don't want uh, a condor. Never, never, I don't want a condor. No. Never trust a lawyer with a cobra. No. The cobra. What about, though, what animals would you want to see? I think a koala bear would make me feel comfortable. Uh, I'd love a lawyer that has a little koala, koala. bear in his lap. little koala bear. You know, he's feeding him eucalyptus leaves. And yeah. Saying, now, tell me, tell me if, 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 from your perspective. Yeah. See, that would make me feel at home. A three-toed sloth. Might, uh, really? Yeah, hanging from a little tree in the corner. I think that'd be kind of interesting. A bonsai tree, perhaps? A bonsai tree, perhaps. Uh, I like, I like a, I mean, I feel like a, a lawyer with a ferret is kind of suspect. Yeah, I wouldn't want but that. A, a ferret a, on a leash. A lawyer with a badger, to me, is like, okay, I can see your legal style already, right? What if these animals... Badgering the witness. <laughs> Badger koala, like a Koala bearing the witness. That's where you just come up and give them little tiny licks on their face and then give them a little eucalyptus. Yeah. See, I think I think it could be really useful to have a a, a lawyer with a koala bear, um, a giraffe, if there was room. I was going to say, those are really tall ceilings. What if there's a viewing area and he has a giraffe <laughs> behind his office? I think that would be exciting. Now, before we finish talking about the legal fees, I'd like you to step into my viewing room. The ceilings are over 15 feet tall now. I keep about three or four giraffes just to put my clients at ease. <laughs> And we know they shouldn't have a tip jar. No. Uh, you don't want a lawyer with a tip jar. You don't want a lawyer with a tip jar. You also don't want a lawyer who has a, uh, you know, sort of a barista station. Mm. You don't want to be with a lawyer who's like, can I get you a half-calf decaf latte? And then he kind of spends, it's like, why is he spending so much time making coffees? Mm -hmm. I don't think a lawyer's office should have a closet bigger than the office itself. That's always dangerous. Yeah. Especially if that closet has another couple lawyers working in it. Mm, yeah, yeah. Uh, I never trust a lawyer uh, who's all hat and there's no sign of any cattle around. Uh, yeah, like a cowboy hat? 
Likewise, yeah. don't trust anybody who's all cattle and no hat. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I got a ton of cattle. And I would saying, not. Don't you ever even have mm, one hat? For any kind of trial law, I would not use a lawyer with a coonskin cap. Never. Yeah, that would that would make me really. A lawyer with a rugby shirt that on the front says, don't take no shit, but still give a couple. Yeah. Give a couple turds. I would not use a lawyer that used the phrase, more cushion for the pushing. No. I would not use a lawyer that said that. Never trust a lawyer who puts his, his hand out to shake your hand and goes, whoop, you know, bring, brings it away real quick and goes, gotcha. <laughs> gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, or one that has a whoopee cushion that you sit on. Never trust a lawyer who uh, says, hey, what's that? Points at your chest, and then when you look down, he points at his, and there's just mustard caked <laughs> all over, just weeks of mustard caked all over his rugby shirt. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't trust a lawyer who, when I say, uh, you know, I, I understand your legal fees. Uh, how long are you willing to work on this case? Mm-hmm. Never trust a lawyer who puts on a little Christina Aguilera and lip syncs yeah. for I would, an hour and a half. I would not trust a lawyer who has a framed caricature of himself <laughs> behind him. Who keeps pointing up at it with his thumb going, That's me. You see this? <laughs> That's this guy. <laughs> I'm sitting right here. My mom says I have a, a an elongated chin. It's all to this guy. I would not uh, trust a lawyer who was prelongated when I walked in. I would not trust that a, would make me very uncomfortable. I don't trust a lawyer that at, towards the end of the meeting, your initial meeting, he pulls off a mask and it's his same face underneath. <laughs> he was wearing a mask of his own face yeah. and he says, "Still here." Yeah. I would not trust a lawyer with a tattoo that he showed me on his stomach. With a elongated penis. I wouldn't trust a lawyer with a tattoo on his stomach that says, check round back. And then, <laughs> and then, then around back around is a tattoo on his lower back that says, did you see the front? <laughs> <laughs> I don't trust a lawyer that's putting mascara on while he's talking to you. <laughs> Wait a second. That was sexist. And I don't trust a lawyer that <laughs> snorts. <laughs> yeah. I don't trust a lawyer that snorts cocaine out of one a nostril, yeah, and then in the other, he blows out black tar heroin. <laughs> okay, now it got kind of dark, don't you think? Yeah, how many lava lamps would you trust in a lawyer's office? I think one I think maximum one's the limit. They, they would have to actually mention it. They'd have to say, "Hey, you see this lava lamp?" Because if if you walk in and a lawyer has two lava lamps and they're yeah. not like on parallel sides of the desk, there's maybe yeah. one in the entryway and one right in front of him. Yeah, but. Conversely, and this may be a little weird, if a lawyer has over ten lava lamps, yeah, that's a what if what if that's I, the lava lamp legal yeah, limit? That's the limit. That's the jackpot. I would not trust a lawyer with a coffee table uh, that was, uh, and he also what uses that as a desk with a coffee table uh, that's the uh, Frogger uh, coffee table. Remember the uh, the. Uh, the game Frogger. The, the game Frogger, and that's his coffee table slash desk. Is the arcade game Is the Frogger? Arcade game yeah, Frogger. I think for sure. Would, you, would that make you nervous? I wouldn't trust a lawyer who periodically throughout your initial conversation <laughs> says, give me a second, I'm playing Call of Duty. <laughs> I don't trust a lawyer who puts his feet up on the desk and then walks away only to reveal that the feet were mannequin legs. <laughs> Uh, well, these are all lawyers uh, that I that I've met and would not use. Yeah, I mean, yeah. my my father, yeah, he's a lawyer. I, you know, I, I don't trust a lawyer who has a unibrow. Yeah, no, you can't do that. Well, I'm not done, you know, yeah. because that would that actually would be sexist. Yeah, there are a lot of women with single brows. Yeah, 
But I, I, I wouldn't trust a lawyer who has a unibrow, and then at the end of the meeting he says, this is my forehead beard. <laughs> <laughs> I don't trust a lawyer with a soundproof office. I don't, and I also don't trust a, a lawyer who has their own banjo player <laughs> that sits behind the door. Like, you don't notice them at first, but they're sitting behind the, As the, door, the door closes it you reveals them, yeah reveals they have a banjo player <coughs> uh, likewise if a lawyer has a mandolin player i trust him but not if the mandolin player has a banjo player sitting atop his shoulders yeah does that make sense yeah. that's a tall ceiling too usually there's a draft in those yeah. offices i i don't trust a lawyer who when you look down, you notice he's actually exercising uh, with a thigh master as you speak. <laughs> I don't trust that type of lawyer. I don't trust a lawyer who it seems like he's uh, receiving fellatio under the desk. But then when From you, the koala bear. Then you peek down there, it's a koala bear, and he's got eucalyptus stick. <laughs> Long John Silvers, we're glad you bought us. Oh, yes. Long John Silvers, our final episode. I don't trust a lawyer. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. That'd be a um, good T-shirt. I don't. Yeah, trust good a lawyer T-shirt. I don't who. trust a lawyer. Yeah. Um, I'm going to move it along. We're, we're going to do a few more. Yeah, let's do and, a few uh, more maskers. A few more maskers. Thanks, guys. Wasn't that a moment so when I, I, I'd like everybody to stop for a second and mm-hmm. ask themselves how many times did they say to themselves listening to the podcast, "Is this the end of the lawyer run?" Yeah, and, and that's really how you can tell what kind of person you are. If you said it once, you're a trusting person. Mm-hmm. Who's open to new experiences, and I I would consider a friend. If you said it two to four times, maybe you need to reevaluate. Are you really having a lot of fun at new social experiences? Mm-hmm. Are you are you trying new things? Are you open to getting the thing on the menu that that you you haven't gotten before? And if I'd say if you over five times, if you said when is this lawyer thing going to end? Yeah. I think you really you're in the shitter. You know, you really you fucked it. You know, <laughs> if you don't know that you're at rock bottom, you are, and hopefully yeah. someone can tell you. Well, I think I'd start going to meetings. I think a lot of people I, I'd start with a six step program because there's no goddamn way you're going to make it all twelve. <laughs> I, I think a lot of people went through phases. I think uh, I think some people say, "When is this lawyer thing going to end?" You know, and, and then it didn't, and then they, they, they started enjoy to enjoy it for a second, sure, and then sure. they realized they still hated it. So I think that's and isn't that isn't that kind of what life is like, you know? Don't you know this lawyer thing? I think in in the end is is more of an analogy for what life is like. Don't we always say, "Is this it? Is this this is going to keep going on?" There's a book called "The Seven Stages of Highly Effective People." Yeah, and there were seven stages. The first three are getting fellatio from a koala, (laughs) which Mm. I think would be amazing too. I don't I don't really trust a uh, lawyer. That goes to a funeral and projectile vomits <laughs> into the casket. Into the casket. I don't. That would be a dead giveaway for me. No a pun dead intended. No well, pun I think intended. fun was intended. Hey, I buddy. Was what, what did you Jesus want to tell me? I'm really getting cash. curious. What's I going just... on? What's up, buddy? You seem like all of a sudden you're losing well, your. Well, what's look, up, bud? What's happening? I've been drinking this whole podcast, and the reason is because I didn't want to say it in the beginning, but <sighs> I think I blew the what. I think I blew the long John Silvers. What? what? Who the? What the? Who? What? Keep what? asking. Keep. What? How the? What? What yeah. the? Who the? Why what, the? How, also, what, why? What, why the? How the? What happened? Why the? Why me, the? You there? <sighs> I'll tell you why the. I think I blew the long John Silvers deal. I was, I was celebrating, you know, that we, 
I was celebrating the deal. Mm-hmm. You know, I I think I had too many crispy cod bites at at the carnival. At the carnival, and uh, L- LJS was there, Mr. Silver himself, old oh, Long Jesus. Jonathan. You were hanging out with you know, him? His full name is Long Jonathan. Really? So we were hanging out, we were celebrating the whole thing, and then, uh, I-, I-, I don't know, I don't know, H- halfway through, and I don't know how this happened, I think I was really drunk, but uh, we were talking and he said, so, you know, Cash is telling me that 12 and a half million people are listening to this podcast and we want to reach a new demographic and we're trying to rebrand Long John Silvers. And I said, 12 and a half million? Try a little koala on that eucalyptus dick. <laughs> and then I pushed my pet koala into his crotch. You had one with you? You know, I didn't, but I had one one in okay. one of the car in the one milk crate games. game. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And I, he didn't think that was funny, and he was like, What are you doing? And I slapped him with a flounder. You had a flounder too? Well, I had won that in another yeah, game. You don't fl- travel light, do you? No. I got about three suitcases full of fish. And, you know, look, long story short, this ended up being a terrible nightmare. I woke up in a cold sweat, turned to my side, and who was next to me in bed? Mrs. Long Joanna Silver. Oh, no. Oh, my God. I had had intercourse with his wife, Cash. Oh, my God. He burst in the doors. They're swinging doors. He burst in. The door swung back, actually hit him. He fell backwards into the other room. Then he got up and pushed through the doors slower, let them swing backwards behind him. And he said, what are you doing? And before I could explain, Long Joanna said, it was his idea. It was his idea. And uh, oh my gosh. he called the whole damn thing off. Oh, my gosh. This is this is such a... I, I... <sighs> I don't know what I to wish say. I guess I, I'm sorry. Well, I'm let me, sorry to do this. Well, listen, buddy. Um, I guess I mean the deal's off, and I don't know if you've spent much of your money, but he wants all the money back, and he says if he doesn't get it, he's going to send some listen. We got shoremen to come and get us. I'm serious. I get the money back. I mean, I, look, uh, this cod piece isn't going anywhere. This golden yeah. cod piece. Here's the thing, buddy. More important than any of that, it's not about the money anyway. I didn't do the. But listen, bud. He, was she worth it? Well, yeah, hell yeah, man. I Yahtzee? Mean, oh, God. Yahtzee? I wanted to yell at Yahtzee <laughs> so bad. I did, but I said, Stick a flounder in my cap and call it mackerel. <laughs> well, it was worth it then. It was worth This it. is a celebratory tale. Here's my question. We're going to keep doing the podcast. Can we keep doing the podcast? Let's keep doing it. We'll get another deal. Hey. Yeah. I hope so. All right, buddy. Will you have me on again as a guest, even though I messed up? I'd love to have you, even though you completely ruined the multi-million-dollar deal that I was depending on. Let's be fair; it was two million dollars. Yeah, multi. Yeah, it was more than one. Multi. One more than one. Yeah, but you know what, buddy? It's worth it, and and I appreciate it. If you had a little Yahtzee moment, if you had, you know, macaroni (laughs) moment, (laughs) it was a mackerel moment. (laughs) I had a mackerel moment. Stick that flounder in my cap. My fisherman's hey, cap. Listen, Who's the captain's hat? Thank you to all the maskers. Let's do that good of a podcast. Are you ready? I'm ready. Do you know how the podcast starts? You know, I've never listened to well, it. Well, it starts something like this. Triple banger lightning round. Oh, it's easy to catch on. All right, fair enough. banger yeah. lightning round. Yeah, I've never heard the podcast. Uh, all, my, all the research that I did for the impression is done almost... <laughs> Exclusively from Standard Deviance, a PBS <laughs> series that he, he was on 
1990, who gives a shit? Triple banger, lightning round. Question one, 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 one. Uh, Get a belt or get some pants that fit. I... Belts are so stupid. God, Jesus. <laughs> I think belts are now, so Now that's where we start to... That's, oh, that's where we start and stop differing. <laughs> that's where we start our differences in part ways. Get a belt. Do you do you wear pants without a belt? Every time I'm wearing Why? pants and I don't have a belt, yeah. I'm like... I, I feel like a bad... I feel bad for the day. I'm like, Are what you happened? serious? I kind of look at myself in the mirror some places, especially if the mirror is so you do it for looks? Me, you do it for and looks? it kind of looks like my reflection is scolding me. If it's slanted on a sort of yeah, a yeah, tilt. Yeah, okay. And, you know, it's like, how, where am I in my life? How pathetic of a man am I that I couldn't remember a belt? It's like, how often do you go out without socks or underwear on? No, wait a second. Ever? This is a horrible analogy. Socks or underwear? You can't, underwear is, is very different than a belt. I mean, a belt is an extra accessory on top you can your pants will stay up if you buy the right kind but then the, it pulls on the button the button the button with the, the center with a hard t yeah and then you have the little then your zipper peeks out like hey remember there's a dick behind here <laughs> you don't want that if you have a talking penis well talking zipper <laughs> the penis goes quit embarrassing me <laughs> leonard <laughs> yeah you're saying you know the penis. And who's ever heard of a Zipper named Leonard. <laughs> well, I have. Every time somebody talks to me, you're saying if you're not wearing a belt, your 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 honey stick actually sticks out. <laughs> That's what we call it here on the show, the honey stick. Your honey honey stick. stick. It actually comes out. Of nothing your, grosser. Like you know what I mean. There's the nothing penis, weirder. The end of it is that ball with the sort of slats. Yeah. That they put in honey. You know in the honey pot. Yeah. Anyway, There's nothing strange. That dick, but just mucus. There's nothing stranger to enveloping me. Enveloping it. <laughs> There's nothing stranger when I see someone going through security. You know you're going to have to go through security. You have yeah. to take off your entire belt, put it through the security, uh, uh, through the conveyor, and then put it back on. I don't understand why you just wear something where you don't need a belt. Do you ever get zipper peak? No. You what don't. Your what zipper never peeks out because you haven't been wearing a belt and it stretches the sides. I don't, of the I don't wear shirts where you can even see my belt, so I don't know why you'd or see that area of my body. And it doesn't bother you that you, there's no shame that beneath that too long shirt is just a fucking zipper peeking out beneath the button. Stand up, going, let me see you. Let at see. any moment, my fucking pants are going to burst. Your honey stick's going to fly out. Let me look. The honey stick's going to come out and you're going to get a honey slap. <laughs> on your pie whistle. That's what I call people's. Are you wearing a belt right now? See, I, look. It, Let it, me see. I mean, yeah, I'm always. Oh, you you do have one. And I do. You know, I still this belt. It's is a giant belt. I, yeah, of course. It has I'm surprised to be. that they in solitary confinement let you keep that. A lot of people hang themselves. Well, that's with their what belt. I was saying. It's made of balsa wood. <laughs> if you look around here, I've actually carved in CN plus. TT with a heart around it. It stands for Cartoon Network and TNT. The, I didn't make the heart big enough for an N in the middle of the T's. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to move on to the triple banger lightning, lightning round, round question, question two, 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 two. Uh, would you be more angry if you found someone going through your medicine cabinet or your glove compartment? Medicine cabinet. More angry. 
Why, yeah, Interesting. Yeah. See, we disagree about this. I expect people to go through my medicine cabinet. I leave them things, notes, really? whatever. Yeah, I expect them if that. they're in my bathroom at a party or whatever to go through all my belongings. Don't you? You don't know. Ex- <laughs> yes. What kind of friends do you invite over? I expect people to go through my stuff, especially a house sitter. I know everything's going to be looked at. And now. Everything. Really? Yeah. Every letter I've written. Well, I leave. You know what I leave? I have a dildo in yeah. my, my uh, bedside table. Yeah. And uh, I leave a little note under it, mm-hmm. you know, so that whenever the, you know, whoever's cleaning the house or guests see it, it says, ha you just got dill don't look in my drawers anymore. <laughs> That's thinking ahead. That is, but <laughs> that's it. Like you really thought it, that out, just hey, in it case. It pays off. I'd say just in over case. three times. The worst a decade, part about that, yeah. The worst part about that is you never know if it's paid off. You know, you put a feather on top of it just to make sure you know. <laughs> the feather is a peacock technique. feather. It's actually peacock bigger <laughs> than the dildo. No one has ever seen it. They're always like, "What is this feather doing? Is there even anything under this in this drawer?" I can't even see the dildo. That's part of the problem. You're such a big peacock feather. <laughs> That that's what they move. So then you put as I tell the ladies, I got such a big peacock. So then you won't be able to see my honey stick. So then what you do is you put the dildo on top of the peacock feather, and that becomes the thing that you leave the note on. Yeah. And what does that note say on the peacock feather? Uh, this has become a very difficult pe- improv. Game. Yeah. Pe- <laughs> pe- don't you can suck my peacock. <laughs> you won't. That's it. It's a tough. One. It's a much put smaller you on the spot. note. Yeah. Put you on the spot. Well, it was going to be something with Peacock. Yeah, something with a cock. Uh, it's peacock Yeah, that you can't see behind this, but who cares? <laughs> you're obviously a fair feather friend <laughs> if you're looking through my drawers. How about this? How about this? <laughs> and if you were, you'd see why I don't have a dick and I need a dill. Don't look in my drawers. <laughs> Didn't even run. Seriously, it does. After I, it literally was five different puns. All, all pun, yeah, that was good. Right. That was words. good. How about this? How about this? I've noticed you've seen the feather from my peacock. <laughs> Just stay out of my glove box. That doesn't rhyme. It is the box and glove. That needed to. That needed. Well, to now rhyme. You're, this is double entendre. Yeah, you're yeah. you're even taking it beyond what I was uh, able to. Things do. have spiraled completely out of control. Completely. Completely. Completely out. Anyway, listen. You expect people to not go through. Yeah, I mean, you would, if I was going to try and say something about completely, but I wouldn't. wouldn't it just sounded like you were being racist. Uh oh. No, that's yeah. not true. Wouldn't you be upset if you saw someone going through your glove box? I would. You are wearing a kimono, and you throughout the, sh- the entire show have been pointing at yourself, going "What if?" Like mouthing <laughs> when I'm talking, you're going "What if?" What if I was wearing? Well, that's a good point, actually. Which it depends Japanese. what the person's wearing when they go through your stuff. No, okay, look. If someone's naked well, in your it's, car seat. It's, you're, you're insane. Yeah. Okay, you come into my fucking cell talking about going, oh, I want people to go through my medicine cabinet. If I had a medicine cabinet, which I don't anymore, people shouldn't be going through that. Somebody opens your glove box. That's just curiosity. But that's why I keep a, a tightly coiled cobra mm. in my glove box. People open it. It jumps out, bites them. Don't look in my GB, home E. So in lieu of a note, you know, a, 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 a sort of a friendly note. The feather-covered dildo. The feather-covered dildo. <laughs> in lieu of that, in your glove box, you have a cobra. 
poised to kill Should someone, we? and yet you'd be more upset if someone went through your bedside table. Stay out of my bedside table. Uh, I think it would be funny. I think I think everybody, all the twelve and a half listeners. Should which one of the listeners, a young lady who is, uh, a, you know, I don't want to be presumptuous, but the lady friend of Alex Hirsch, who's a great, uh, just a hilarious and awesome animator who does Gravity Falls on Disney, which is a show that I ruin every week. Um, he, he, she's one of the listeners, and I met her, and I just, you know, I don't know, you know, why. Why I brought that up, but I, hello to her. Yeah, good shout thank out. Thank you to all the good listeners. Shout out. Did she go through your uh, your glove box or your uh, medicine cabinet? Oh, I, here's what I think. I think twelve of the twelve and a half. Yeah, at least seven should start calling, and you and I should do this too, Ryan. You're invited, but you don't have to. You know, yeah, you're already you've got your legs crossed. Like right. I'll do what I want today, yeah. including get a Bob's Burgers. <laughs> um. You know, I think we should start referring to the glove box and the glo- or the glove compartment as the glove the glove drawer, mm, glove just drawer. to sort of me- to, you know mess with people's minds, mix what, it up. What about the cobra spot? Or yeah, cobra you know, like- spot's pretty amazing. <laughs> hey, can you reach in the uh, cobra spot and get out the map? <laughs> I told oh, that's you- no longer a real reference. Yeah, the Tom Tom. I told you there was a cobra in there. Okay, we're gonna move it along. Okay. Triple banger lightning, lightning round. round. Question three, three, now, how three, How long three. is your visitation? Because we may not yeah, be able know, to get I through know. the We're entire... We're going to move through it. Uh, the world record... You Jody must... Foster is coming later, and I'm going to threaten <laughs> her with my tongue. Uh, the world record you'd most covet. World. These are all world records. Um, largest Smurf collection. Uh, the uh, farthest squirting of milk from the eye. <laughs> or longest ear hair. Which one would you covet? I mean, is there any question? There is in your mind. Yeah, I, I think it's pretty clear. I'm going to say it together at the same time. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Farthest squirting of milk. Oh, uh, I, you know, it's useful. It's pretty useful. Yeah, that was was what I was going to say. Yeah, I know you were. But why? Then what? What were the other ones? Uh, First of all, Smurf, Smurf collection. Question. What do you have? Actual Smurfs. That's the most impressive. Well, there's somebody with. Do you a, mean a Smurf action? Figure? There's someone with with a thousand sixty one pieces of Smurf collection memorabilia, and that's the largest in the world. Oh, that's terrible. Yeah, most of your living space is devoted to Smurfs. Yeah. Yeah, you're giving them more room than yourself in your life, and all of those—that uh, whole collection—is inside that person's medicine cabinet. <laughs> they, uh, Wouldn't that surprise you? If your if medicine searching- cabinet is big enough to keep a thousand sperm items in, it's too big. <laughs> if your lawyer has a Smurf collection that's over a thousand Smurfs. <laughs> I wouldn't want any of these, by the way. I wouldn't want my lawyer to squirt milk from his eye. I'd like and that. And I would not want a lawyer with the longest <laughs> no, ear hair. No, no, you got ear it all hair wrong. Ear hair lawyer. You've got it all wrong. Well, first of all, that's just disgusting. Yeah. And who's proud of that? They're like, hey, did you see my ear hair? Yeah, it's near your ankles, yeah. which is also coincidentally where you urinate. Look, sometimes when I finish a joke, I say, look, and then yeah. I, there's nothing. Yeah, that's Okay. <laughs> Uh, you know, I like that. I like the lawyer. My, that's how my jokes start. The lawyer. Like <laughs> anyway, uh, the lawyer. The lawyer finishes his closing statement. Hey, look at this man, Triscuit Hurlebun. Is this the face of a man who could have killed 
a person with their car and then repeatedly made sure they were dead, driving back and forth over their body? I think not. Just a squirting out the eye, if you know what I mean, like instead of a wink. It gets, it gets in one of the jurors. Instead it gets of in wink. one of the jurors, Dr. Peppers. He's like, now it's dying. The defense rests. Uh, no, it's it was nine feet someone squirted milk out of their eye. How do you even develop that skill? How do you discover that's something you're good at? I don't get how, – I don't, how do you control that skill? That's a well, superpower here, you need to control. Here's the thing. It is a thing and you can learn it and make it – You know, you can get better at it, I guess. But – what is that moment in your life when you're like, you know, people can squirt milk out of their eyes? Yeah, I feel like I, I feel like I could do that. That's something I could aspire to. You think it was a goal-driven it. thing? Someone that you don't think it was something they discovered? We could all learn to do that. You know what? Maybe I'm completely That's wrong. That's not a great Once party trick. Once you say trick. it out loud, I just can't even. It's not a great party trick either. I don't think when when in a relationship do you just uh, do the squirt <laughs> technique? You don't do it during your first lovemaking session. You know, during your you uh, orgasm, the old one too. Where you, that's sort of a version of a full body release, I guess, where you squirt milk from your eye as you're. I like the idea of going. Uh, uh, here, I'm coming to climax, and I always do come to climax. Yeah, you always announce that, from what I've heard. Yeah, I'm coming. I'm coming to climax. Where's it coming from? Oh, <laughs> double trouble! And I want to apologize, Sandra. I. You weren't even in the room when I ejaculated. I was just thinking about intercourse. And then I did my uh, own one, too. I I mean, yeah, when do you bring that up? Yeah. Do you, do you sort of say, time. hey, this is kind of a – if you're trying to get a world record in it, you're not like kind of going, hey, there's this weird thing that I kind of – I mean, nine do. feet. You're saying, hey, come outside. I need to show you something before we sleep together. Yeah. It's terrifying. There's so many inappropriate times you could break it out, like at weddings, like yeah. during a – you know, maybe a rehearsal dinner speech. Yeah, where you're talking about the best man, and you just lean over and just squirt someone. <laughs> just so inappropriate. You get so drunk, you're squirting scotch out of your eye, but it's it just burns. Yeah, is so it just milk? Is terrifying. it? I mean, there has to be other products like I Red mean, Bull. Yeah, is milk less? <laughs> Can you feel? You're gonna top that off. Maybe it's a bartender. <laughs> It's a bartender. Famous bartender in Las Vegas. He works at Circus Circus. Ah, here's what I'm worried about. The, the, the fucking, the, uh, the force, the velocity necessary to get it nine feet. That means if it's a close quarters, if you're in a, what is it called? Point blank range. That's going to actually sting. Yeah. If he's talking to somebody, yeah. he takes a big drink of milk. He's holding his nose and you make him laugh really hard. It just, It'd be terrifying. It just, right into terrifying. your face. It goes to the face, and they're going, Ow, my, my cheeks burn from close quarter milk squirts. I thought of the perfect time to do it. This is a perfect time to use it on a date. You take her to the carnival, which you know we all take our first dates to a carnival. Uh, that's the best place, you yeah, know? of course. Nothing like a funhouse mirrors, that kind of thing. I lost a lot and, of money uh, in you, you, you know that game where you, where you shoot, you know, water and you, and it, it raises the, uh, the bubble thing? Yeah. Or, you know, you do that with your sure, eye. I think that's what it's called. You that's just lean over and you just, just do yeah. it with your eye. You just hit it. That is hilarious. You go. You go. That would you impress go, her. And then you get a stuffed animal out goes, of it. Sir, uh, to turn the gun on, it only costs $3. He goes, I'll take care of this to his girlfriend. He goes, <laughs> Yep, 
I'll take something from the top row. That's not how the game works. All right. You want to get caramel corn? You just quickly try and get her out of there. Look, we, I didn't, we didn't actually get a prize, but sort of in a way, our prize was you seeing me do that. I obviously have done it with enough women that I was confident to do it then. It's, it's, when you cry, I wonder if you can control if it's milk tears or real tears. Because <laughs> that'd be useful, you know? You're really sad. A baby's and crying. Then, and girls would, girls would be like, <laughs> you, you feed your baby with tears. Oh, I love you so much. Killing two birds with one stone. Instead of, instead oh, of breast. the joy you brought me. <laughs> drink out. There you go. Just drink out. Yeah, instead of breast, breast milk, you could do that. And tears of joy. <laughs> I've interrupted uh, you. Listen, buddy. I've been home for about two days. And this is funny. I took my son. You know, this, is, this is the section called Where Were You? So I wanted to tell you where I was. Yesterday, uh, I spent the day, I took my son camping for the first time. Uh, he's two and a half. Really? And uh, you think he's not ready, but I took him camping. I took him to. <laughs> I love that he thinks that he's not ready and he's like, still took him. Well, I took him because we did it at REI. We did it at REI. They've got the tent. I didn't know what to do with them for the day because April was busy the entire day. You guys were camping in an REI? Inside an REI. Oh, we went into a tent and I told him there was a bear somewhere loose in the. Uh, and he thought at it was no really point funny. do I know if this is real or it not. It was really it can funny. be real. I it swear is. to God, we went to REI and spent hours there because I didn't know what to do with them. It is a fun place you to do take it a overnight. Kid. There's a rock climbing wall. There's sleeping bags. Oh, we'd, yeah. we'd go out into the uh, uh, different areas of the store and then come back into the tent. He loved the tent. Uh. And my favorite part of the whole situation, though, he's two and a half. He's just learning phrases. Sometimes he says them at the wrong time. Sometimes he says them at the correct time. But he turns to me, and we've got these two sleeping bags set up, and we've got a little lantern. And uh, Is that true? Yeah, absolutely. I swear to God. And, you know, we're inside. <laughs> the salesman comes in, he's like, and so in here you'll see the size. Yeah. Uh, and flat hey, you guys, It's been about two and a half hours. Yeah. You guys getting out my of here? Son, my like, son, that's the bear! It was a, it was a five-man <laughs> tent we were inside. We were in a five-man tent. Is that true? Yeah. It's what a five-man five tent. guys are like, you guys want to sleep in the same tent? Uh, well, five. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, a lot of these guys want to bring their own tent. Five of hey, us. Like, hey, Jerry, I would tell these guys we should all be in the same tent. They all want to bring their own tents. Jerry, would you tell them? You don't, you don't want to either? Well, what is, guys, why did I buy this giant tent? But I had been there so long, I had convinced myself we were camping. I mean, I think he really felt the same way. And did and you, we, we, had the, we had the tent the closed, too, the flap closed. Once in a while, the, uh, the, the salesman would come by and be like, you, you guys okay in there? You guys right? And he'd lean in like the mesh part and kind of peek in. I'd be like, we're fine. We're just kind of getting a feel for the tent. I think we're really thinking about buying it. I'm like, I think we really might go for it. Um, We're just getting a feel for the tent. yeah, and then I'd be like, and then and then I'd be like, uh, at one point he had checked in like three times. I wanted to give him something to do. I'm like, do you have any like uh, sort of air pillows we might explore or, or feel like, you know? Like, so he brought us like an air pillow, you know, and explore. Uh, <laughs> just kind of get a feel for. You know, we need to investigate some air pillow possibilities. We had a chair in there, a reclining chair, and a. You uh, brought that in from a different store. That yeah, was no, lazy no. They, they, they have so much gear at REI. Um, but this That's is my favorite special. part. My, my son says all these things Not out of the groceries. Book. I don't even know where he got this expression, but he just turns to me. We've been in there for like ten minutes. We have neither of us have spoken. I think I might have even <coughs> fallen asleep for a while. And I wake up and I look over at him, and he turns to me. And he goes. It's been a long time. <laughs> He's two and a half. <laughs> He's like already grown pensive. You know? He's like, 
That's amazing. Yeah. You got to do that. Been a long time. Yeah. But he says all kinds of crazy stuff. He even talks about the podcast. I played you that. that yeah, video I mean, of, you yeah. haven't. I don't think we've seen each other when you haven't. Yeah, I know. Uh, I know. I played it for it three I times. I would, you know, I think that's amazing. It's that's a good that's a good lesson. It's like you know, better to try it out. And it, again, always worth it to have kids. It sounds like from your perspective because it's so fun. But you know, try it out. It's like don't go to Disney World. Just kind of go into the bathroom. And have a giant Mickey Mouse head in there floating in sort of a bubble bath and be like, Mickey's taking a bath. Sing with me. It's a small world out. Then when the kid starts crying, you can just let him go back into the the rest of the garage. Well, or you could take him to the Disney store. Yeah, that's a in much, lieu of Disney. That is such a better idea that I wish I hadn't spoken when I thought of my first idea. I'm the guy that starts all his jokes with, look. <laughs> um, yeah, no. I, so go to REI. That's a practical living in the modern age, actually. Uh, yeah, go to REI and go camping there. Test it out. The weather's a lot better there. Really? Yeah. They have food. They have a lot of power, energy bars, those sorts of things. You can do that. Now, How many did people he believe you, you that there was a bear? I don't think so. I think he knew we were making believe. But we kept going out into the <laughs> store, and they'd be like, the bear's coming. We'd run back to the tent. It was fun. I mean, it was. I think he knew we were joking. Uh, until he started crying later in the evening. Uh, Much pure, later. Well, pure milk thing. just rolling out of his eyeball. <laughs> uh, TJ Miller, it's so good to have you on the show. You know how we always like to start things off. I think we should oh, kick it. Oh, golly, we yes. We should do it. This is how I like to start. Triple, triple banger, banger lightning round. round. Uh, triple banger lightning start round. Were astronomers originally just peeping toms? You know? It's like, hey, I wonder if anyone's undressing on Mars. Uh, what do you think? What were those telescopes I mean, for? I, I like Come the on. idea Let's that... Let's be real. I like the idea... What were people doing with those telescopes at that hour? <laughs> really? Come on. Her, her light's not on. Do you want to just point it up to the sky? Let's see if someone's dressing. All right, come on. I yeah. love this. The, I mean, I, I, now I want to steal that and use it. Just the idea of a guy, like, he's clearly looking at this woman, <laughs> like, in the 16th century, taking off her brassiere. He's like, oh, yes. You're on your way to the chamber, Bob, aren't you? And somebody walks in and goes, my lord. And he's like, ah, ah. And he just points it up in the air. He's like, oh, nothing. I was just looking at uh, stars. <laughs> yes, that's it. Yeah, yeah, like, uh, you know, the, the celestial bodies. And then eventually he just got caught so many times, he's like, my God, this isn't a heliocentric <laughs> universe. It's a flat Earth. He was, you know, the first guy didn't have it right. Yeah, you no. can't get it right on the first shot no. every time. No. I think I think I think really that's how it started. That's how it started. So that was almost a rhetorical question. Mm-hmm. I think we both know that the I think you're right about that. First astronomer was a peeping tom. Here's I've got a rhetorical re- question. This is a restorative question. Rhetorical question, question yeah. where you restore the historical questions. Mm-hmm. Let me bring the yeah, I got never go out of style. They never <laughs> history questions are just timeless. Yeah. Uh <laughs> Here's another timeless classic. Is there ever an instance when you get pistachios in your mustache that you shouldn't say, look at my mustachio? <laughs> it's a ret- again, a rhetorical question. It is rhetorical. So, so go on to the next triple. I feel like we've done so many pistachio-type material, we should put together a pistachio-only show. 
For only pistachio. All right, listeners, please call in. You know, you don't have our number. I don't know how you could find it. We don't even have a phone in this room. Yeah. Because a while ago we did the, you know, pistachios, elephants, nemesis. Yeah. Remember that one? Yeah. And it's really hit that one hard. Well, look, it's very hard to open. Call in and tell us trunks. if you'd like a pistachio. You know, pistachio with a trunk. All pistachio episode would be my pleasure. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Triple banger lightning, lightning round. Question, question number two two two, 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 two. What would you least want to see in your front yard? Least want to see. I believe that was the end of it. In your front yard, uh, pick up on blocks. you doing a triple banger lightning <laughs> round. He's opened the windows. Hey, <laughs> triple banger lightning round. Question number 3,400. I've been standing out here for months, sissy. Spacek. Least want to see in your front yard on Golden Pond? No, it's a- <laughs> Van I, mean, I can't see any of this. The televisions and the, uh, the sprinklers are coming on. Who would you least want to see in your front yard? Uh, pickup on blocks, metal jockeys, a gravestone. Back up. Yeah. Just kidding. A Viagra billboard. And you, this is you just wake up and this happens to be these out there? Are, this, you bought a house and for some reason these things have happened. And you didn't see them. Yeah, didn't see them. Oh, someone's phone ringing now. They're, they, the listeners are calling. They're calling about the pistachios. Here, I'm so sorry. Hello, are, caller, you're on the air. Hello. Hi. So, would you do you think an all pistachio episode would be a good idea? All pistachios would be what? Would an all pistachio episode of the podcast be a good idea? Thank you, caller. You win. All right. Well, that's it. So how did you do that? I don't know how you got a caller that quick. Well, you know, this is – I don't I don't like to talk about it a lot, but I'm We're on in the Pinterest. middle. We are in the middle of a triple banger question. You do I'm realize sorry. this. I take okay, this very seriously. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, don't think these uh, triple bangers write themselves, okay? <laughs> I spend hours I had thought that in a for, special chair. I had thought that for almost a year. It's not Because they not had just been writing themselves. It's not a chair. It's not the type of chair, like a lifeguard chair that you see me sitting in now. Yeah. I sit in a, a special chair which levitates – Above of pond <laughs> of pistachio nuts, uh, writing these. Okay, I would Metal like jockeys, to jump into a, a grave of pistachio shells. A Viagra that billboard, a freeway, hidden punji sticks. What? Yeah, like the ones. First in the of all, Rambo what movies? the fuck is a metal jockey? I, I, metal jockey. Those are like uh, you know, like little metal. Uh, horses, maybe? I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't so know. So part of this, you're telling me People you take just, these so seriously yeah. that one of the <laughs> options to answer is something you don't even, you're not even totally I don't sure. remember what I was thinking when I wrote it down. I, I'm not going to say I remember what I was thinking. Can you imagine Charlie Rose or somebody just being like, tell me this. Uh, t- tell me this, Denzel Washington. If it could, would it? I I don't know what that means. I was... I no, I don't remember what a metal jockey is. I have to admit, I for is it a metal sculpture of the jockey without the? Might be. I can't even. Might be. Is it metal underpants? I had no idea what the hell you. Were look, I about. thought the hidden punji sticks was inspired though. Well, what is that? The, in the Rambo movies, remember those sticks that came up <laughs> and like and killed the people. Oh God. God didn't make John Rambo. I did. <laughs> to eat things would make a Billy Goat puke. To kill. Period. Remember one thing when you go out there with Jim Rimbo? 
An ample supply of body bags and billy goat puke. <laughs> uh, punji sticks. And, uh, okay, so we've got those. Metal jockeys, gravestone, billboard, freeway, punji Where? sticks. Or Nancy Grace in a rocking chair. Nancy Grace in any chair. Least mountain. One time I saw her on a stool. Yeah. And I, I I lost control of my bowels, and my pants were filled with stool of my own. <laughs> so she's the answer to that question. Yeah, I don't even know why you bring up the other stuff. Although, here's yeah. what's worse. Nancy Grace, with a metal jockey riding her like the horse woman <laughs> that she is. <laughs> and... Uh, you ever notice you never and see look, look, both of them. And look, look, both of them have a punji stick yeah. in their hand. And they're yelling, we're about to recite lines from Rambo. <laughs> you ever see? Uh, that would make my dick quiver. <laughs> Have you heard that expression? No, I haven't. Uh, you I ever just s- said it. You I never just... see uh, uh, a metal jockey and Nancy Grace in the same place at the same time. Have you noticed that? I've always wondered if Nancy Grace is this mysterious metal jockey. When she I say mysterious original, and enigmatic, I mean, we don't even know what you were thinking when you wrote She might be the it. original metal jockey. She could be the metal jockey. Yeah. That's what I'm going to do. If I ever meet her, I'll go, hey, MJ. She'll be like, what? Like, metal jockey. Yeah, yeah. I know what you are. Yeah. We're coming up with some theories here. Uh, Jim Morrison is alive and living in the form of Billy Idol. I believe that Nancy Grace's face is a body bag full of billy goat puke. <laughs> To eat things will make a billy goat puke. <laughs> to kill, period. <laughs> to do what it takes to survive, to live off the land. Remember one thing when you got there with John Rambo. I'm Casey. An ample Casey. supply of metal jockeys. <laughs> with Nancy Grace in a wheelchair. Oh my goodness. Ouch. Uh, okay. Luckily, I've got, I was in Sun Valley mm-hmm. and some fun stuff happens. I love yelling at people from the lift. Now here's uh, what I was yelling at the. I was. You see a, a snowboarder. This isn't from a ski lift. lifts in his shoes. You <laughs> ski. You, you go snowboarding or skiing. You see a snowboarder pull off a nice move, and you yell out, "Scratch the dragon!" <laughs> <laughs> okay. And then we took it one step further. Once in a while, we'd yell, "Is there any step further that Itch! you can?" The dragon anus. <laughs> You know, uh, what do you think? Scratch the Dragon? I I think Scratch the Dragon is amazing. I mean, I think yeah. everybody's going to agree on that. I think Itch the Dragon's anus, <laughs> it's cumbersome as a mm-hmm. thing to yell. I just like the lingo. You don't want to have more than five syllables when you're yelling. I just like to... You don't want to be like, your hypocrisy is a detriment to the <laughs> establishment that fosters its behavior. That's a hard thing to yell. All right. Well, here's another one I would yell. Sometimes I'd yell out, gnarly torque feather. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> See, yeah. what I mean, brevity is the soul of wit, I yeah. think. Isn't that yeah. weird? Yeah, torque feather. Tor- what is it? Torque? Gnarly torque feather. Gnarly torque feather, bro, sand. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. What are some other things I yell when I'm on lifts? I'm wearing lifts in my shoes. I yell, um, great, great job. Thank you. Thank Congrats. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. Seriously, it comes quickly. Faster than you expect, so just <laughs> scooch on out of there before you get a a, a a doorknob up the hoops. 
Yeah, that see that wasn't that there wasn't a lot you know, of. No, I'm not there. great at that stuff. Yeah, scratch the dragon. I love. Scratch I have a snowboard the poem which I can only do because uh, it never works. It's a it's a bit. You of make material. a better door than a, <clears throat> a vase. <laughs> In fact, to make you a vase, you have to you have to point your head looking upwards <laughs> and open your mouth and have a a pretty good gag reflex <laughs> or not a very good one. Uh, <laughs> Snowboarders are so poetic, you know. I hate that man. I hate snowboarders. They're so poetic. Yeah, I, I, I was in the forest, and this snowboarder came up to me, and I, I said, "How was your day?" And he said, "To shred or not to shred, that is the question. Whether to snarler in the pipe to suffer the slings and arrows of outrageous fortune <laughs> by ripping an old school alley oop jib bunking rail slide, or to take arms against a sea of troubles by ripping a fat grassy revered half carve." Aye, there's the rub, my gnarly big panted cousin. <laughs> And I said, two half pipes diverge in a wood. How are you not reading I this? I took the pipe less traveled by. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and the then fact I said, and then you, I said, scratch the dragon. I mean, the fact that you <laughs> did the Avon Costello thing and had to read every word of it, and then this, you literally, he looked in my eyes and said the whole thing like a squinting Hamlet. <laughs> It was squinting Hamlet. It was bananas. <laughs> How did you do that? Uh, Were you in a production of Hamlet that was? Set, is that even from Hamlet? No. <clears throat> was it from Macbeth? Were you in a Were you in a production of Macbeth that was set in modern day Beaver Creek? That's exactly what it was. <laughs> I don't know how you you knew. Yeah. Well, Jesus Christ, you acted your ass <laughs> off. Liam Neeson, watch out! You're you just got taken. It's in the cleaners. In terms of acting, it didn't even totally make sense because it was Shakespeare, and then it went to Robert Frost, so it really covered a lot of ground. Oh, sort of a fusion. Yeah, yeah fusion. Mm-hmm. That's what it was. It was fusion. Fair enough. Let's move along to essential questions of human nature. Yeah. Essentially, this is essential questions of human nature. I was talking to Ryan about this before he got here, and I've, I've constructed a graph which we will have to put on our website. We don't have one, but we'll put it on our Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe that the older you get, the less you are willing to bend over and pick up certain amounts of coinage or change that has fallen. For example, even I'll even drop like if I'm at Seven Eleven now and I'll drop like uh, I don't know, ten or fifteen cents. I don't think it's worth the strain on my fragile back region to to lean over and pick that up. It's not worth the energy. And I think now I have a little graph here. Let's see if you agree with it. Uh, from zero to 15 years old, you will pick up any amount of change that you see, including uh, a penny. A single penny? Yeah, you'll pick it up when you're 13, won't you? You've heard it's good luck, you'll pick it up. Yeah. Right? You'll save it, you'll put it in your piggy bank, that's what it's for. Nobody has a piggy bank anymore. Before the age of 25, Mm -hmm. I believe you will pick up any dime that you see, but you will ignore pennies between the age of 15 to 25. And what about a nickel? Depends on your economic status. Well, I'm skipping nickels. I this graph doesn't do that. This I, graph doesn't acknowledge. I can't nickels. I certainly can't be a part of this. That's really? completely incomplete. You're ignoring. It's an incomplete graph. One of the four coins. Uh, I mean, you're, you're, you're not including the silver dollar. 
Or the 50 cent piece. Yeah, I mean, how often everyone, it doesn't matter. You can be 92 and you see a sack of Jawea, mm. you're going to jack of that shit. Well, um, let's look Butter. later. I believe that uh, if you're over the age of 40, you will no longer pick up a quarter. It is no longer worth it. No, I disagree. Now, you have to remember also. Is that you really believe I that? believe that. And by the way, <laughs> I do not believe it. Par- partially it's inflation. You realize that the quarters, it's disheartening. It's not just how it hurts your back. It's how it hurts your soul. Because it's disheartening what the quarter can buy. And you remember it buying something and now it can't any longer. Oh, my God. Well. Under the age of 75 years old. I can't old. believe you're skipping nickels and that that's also not, <laughs> that's not an expression for something. What would that mean? Skipping, he's been skipping nickels. <laughs> he's getting so old, he's skipping nickels. I mean, I'm turning my paper over to write that in huge letters. When you get really old, that's called skipping nickels? I'm skipping nickels. I mean, does he acknowledge guy, them? Does that mean, does it mean that he's rich? I mean, that guy's skipping nickels. He's an even better. I think skipping quarters. Nickels. I think the expression would be skipping quarters. <laughs> that's when you, that's when you. This is drop a quarter. And this is care. a gold mine. This is what the whole podcast yeah. has been for: is to get to skipping nickels, skipping nickels, and and we went something that wash it over quarters. Or what's it called? Skipping nickels or skipping quarters? Even I think it should be skipping quarters because that's really the truth. After the age of forty, doesn't sound we'll as good as skipping nickels. I like skipping nickels. But we'll know <laughs> that it means that's quarters. my name. Yeah. That's my cat skills. Hey, I'm skipping nickels, skipping everybody. Nickels. <laughs> Skippy Nichols. You know, last week, I don't dog. think you know this, but I don't think I told you, but last week, God, what a pitiful guy. What does bad Skippy Nichols Last mean? week, I visited uh, Trisket Hurlebutton in the Tulsa Area Confinement. Oh, you did? And, yeah, last week. Great. And he, he says hello, by the way. Yeah, um, well, you tell you him. You should visit him, for God's sake. He dedicated his career to you. But he... You know, uh, I, I sent him I think a letter that'd be a good name. he didn't write back. That'd be a good name. Well, he's pretty busy. He's getting... Yeah, he's getting a lot of stuff happening in prison. I don't want to say it, but... Uh, he he could be he should have been called skipping nickels. I don't be a good name for an impersonator. I mean yeah. Okay. For an entertainer. Let me go on with this graph. Okay. At the age of seventy five, between forty and seventy five, if you see two quarters on the ground, you will pick those quarters up if they're close together. But if they are far <laughs> apart, you would have to bend down twice and that is not gonna be worth it. <laughs> Will you go two hands, or huh? do they have to be close enough you can swipe them both in the same you hand? You have to be able to, because then you have to get down on that, one that, knee. Those are graph hands. variances that require yeah. another axis. Well, there's a second graph about this, just very, this very scenario where <laughs> two quarters are on the ground and how far apart they have to I'd be. Because I'd like to see the 90-year-old. The, second pie graph. Wait, what is there. it? It's up to 75? 75 years old. I'd like to see the 74-year-old who goes down and he sort of does spread eagle and tries to reach two quarters <laughs> that he's calculated or as far away as he can reach, yeah. but it's still a single bend. Yeah. So you can definitely tell <laughs> how old someone is. Now, you might ask I yourself. You see a guy who bended over for two quarters. You go, that guy looks like he's about 72. <laughs> 72. He's not willing to do that. He's spread eagle. He's not going to do what it takes to survive. He's trying to scratch the dragon. TJ, if you're. I just spit water out. If you're under 90 years old, you will, if you see a silver dollar or a dollar bill, you will pick that dollar bill up. After 90, oh, so it goes you won't back. even bother. Oh, really? You won't even bother to pick up a dollar after 90. If you see a $100 bill, 
you will pick that $100 bill up if you are under the age of 115 years old. <laughs> Basically, for the rest of your life, if you see 100 you will pick it up. So you made so be two careful. separate categories that do the same thing. Be careful dropping that 100 Well, and I, I wouldn't talk about this. That okay. <clears throat> I found a $100 bill one time, and I remember sort of, I don't know if this is telling about me or what, but I, I picked it up, and I immediately was like, just frantically searching for someone that looked like they had dropped a hundred dollars. Okay. Not knowing what that would be like. Mm-hmm. Like, is that just mm-hmm. a guy like, Oh, Oh, Oh no, I dropped something very important. Like how would I have been able to tell? Likely if they knew they dropped it, they would have found it. It's just such a weird thing. And then I kind of considered, I was like, well, maybe I like, cause there's nothing you can do. You can't go to somewhere and go, Hey, if anybody asks if there's a $100 bill outside of this business, will you give it back to them? And they go, yeah, sure. And they take it and immediately spend it on bananas right. Right. at 7-Eleven. <laughs> like, now, is that the most you've ever sure. found? Uh, one time I found a $1,000 bill, but it was in my fucking dreams. You can't find more <laughs> money than that. Oh, you're saying like just a cluster of money? Like a wallet or something. Well, I found a wallet. Okay. What happened? Well, I... Was it in someone's pocket when you first spotted it? No, I found... You know, recently I found someone's <laughs> passport theft. in a cab and tracked her down on Facebook and sent it back to her. Really? Overnighted it. That was nice of you. Yeah. Yeah, she sent me a... Uh, it was weird. She sent me a piece of shit, of human shit. <laughs> wow. That <laughs> It dried and she carved my visage into it. Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> it was, it's rare you get that. That was some creepy shit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, so I'll do that kind of stuff, but I, I found a wallet in New York City, excuse me, in, in um, God, it must have been in the early 2000s or in, late 90s, early 2000s. And uh, I was like, I'm going to send this back to her. And then I was still procrastinated so much then that it was like a month past, then six months past, and I was like, she's probably gotten all these the stuff. Yeah. There's no money in it, really. There's just okay. a couple dollars. But it's still in the wallet because I still have the wallet. And I feel so bad for procrastinating for so long. What I'm going to do is one day I'm going to hire a private investigator to find that woman. And I'm going to return the wallet with a $1,000 in interest. 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 I was going to say interesting. And, you know, I, yeah. <laughs> I like that you're just describing what's happening for you. You're like, interest, interest. Interest. I feel interest. <laughs> Pinterest. Let me take a picture of this interest. I mean, what a, I love also that you think Pinterest is taking a picture of what you're interested in. I like that. Yeah. That's a better site. Pinterest is so stupid. It's just like, here's something I like. Do you like it too? Let's all talk about what we like. But yours would be uh, interest. <laughs> I mean, who is a guy that's like interest? Interest. <laughs> How creepy would it be you're talking to somebody like, so we just got back from Japan. Interest. <laughs> you're like, no, but it was crazy. We went and saw Kabuki. Boredom. Boredom. <laughs> Yeah, you just announce uh, how you're feeling. <laughs> Those it. are the painfully honest people. I know one guy that's painfully honest. He oh, just yeah. is like, you know, these people. Now, that is that too- the same as tactless? Yeah, yeah. Is it? I think so. He doesn't have much tact. We have one friend that just 
Yeah, it's it's it, it can happen. It's it happens to people. Well, in, interest, interest. Yeah. What were we talking about? We were talking about this wallet. Does oh. it have the person's ID in it? No. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, how come you can't find them? Isn't the address? It's, I in haven't it? tried. I'm just waiting for the right time where I'm like, you know what? It's time to sit out and find this this woman. Hmm. It was an elderly Hispanic woman. Not not too elderly. I think. God, you're so racist. What if she's dead? That'll be a sad. Uh, yeah. Journey. Yeah. I'll give it to her family. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're worried about I gotta it. Make it to, I gotta you're worried about it to not dollars. do anything. Yeah, but I gotta about make it. A, I gotta make a cool grand that I can. <laughs> let's move it along. Let's go back. Let's go back in time and let's talk about the delivery because you were a part of it. Yeah. Um, I don't. I don't remember being there. I was on a different you type of epidural. You weren't. I'm going to look at the text. What oh, I was, was there. I want to tell people this story, and uh, it's a little departure for us. I know you're used to the different categories, but we want to talk about this 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 exciting event because it's so interesting, and we can save these podcasts and years later. Uh, when we can you know, when we can think about listening to them, when not listening. Well, to them. when he's when he's listening to human words uh, beyond what he's what he's speaking now. Your son Wynn will know this is from whence his name came. That's right. Um, I sent you. Here's what happened. Aren't you afraid they're going to call him Dim Wynn? Every single name is going to have something someone can say that could make things horrible. Not, not Theodore. You know, uh, Theodore. Where's Roosevelt? Ah! That's horrible. You killed him. That's horrible. He's dead. Theodore. That's so, that's that was so my unborn son. Yeah. Okay, Theodore. but so so. Well, what happened was she went into labor really like all of a sudden she's like I'm I'm going to the hospital right now. Let's meet there. I was at a voiceover uh, audition thing, which I want to talk to you about later, but which went horribly. That's I, horribly That's got to be off mic, right? Uh, it was yeah horribly wrong. That, that it was. That was devastating. I came over, met them at the hospital. They said she's going to give birth very soon, like it was happening quickly. Now, Chance is with me. He's two and a half. I don't want him to see uh, the birth of my uh, – I don't want to see – that's something that could really be one of his first memories, and it's pretty intense. So you don't want it's, him in the room with me? I don't really want him in the room with me. And how old is he now? He's two and a half, uh, fully functionally speaking human words yeah. already. <laughs> And I don't want him to describe seeing his brother. That's not appropriate. It's not right. appropriate. You There's a lot him, of blood. You leave him out there. You There's give umbilical him a, cords. You give him a dollar fifty. There's more than one sometimes. You give, was there more than There's one? There's more than one sometimes. There Whose umbilical cord was it? Was it yours? There's, no, but there's p- different umbilical cords. Sometimes they can't even, they got to untangle them. It's really dramatic. Well, and you know, April is, she's half squid. Well, something we need to talk about. I mean, I have nine toes, so it works pretty well. But you get in there. And she's about to give birth, and she decides in this moment uh, to uh, – she's in labor. She needs to set up – her parents live in Chicago. She decides she needs to call Alaska Airlines and you know deal with their flight because what? she has frequent flyer miles, and she wants to work a good deal for her parents to come out from Chicago. During so labor? She's ha- during labor. She's, ha- she's having a horrible argument with Alaska, and I'm really like – I don't want – I'm yelling at her. I'm like, I don't want our child to <laughs> – First memory to be involved with Alaska Airlines or American. Like, I don't Daddy, want this. It's not Alaska Airlines. Fuck you. He's coming out of your birth canal and he's hearing you being put on hold and you're arguing about flight fares. The first thing he I comes was, to know is yeah. the concept of being on hold for too long. I was really upset and she wouldn't give me the phone. She was starting crying. This was before the epidural. Oh, no. And she's like, you just get someone down here to watch Chance. So I, I texted you. 
Let's see what the text was, because you're nearby. This is a true story. You're pretty close, um, I thought, depending on where you were. Now, this is the first I mean, yeah, time we've Cedar talked Sinai, since it happened. Cedar Sinai, if I had been at... This is the first time that where, If I was talked. where I live, um, it, it would have been... I could have walked over. Yeah, so I thought, he might be close. I need someone to watch Chance during the delivery. It's going to happen soon. Um, so I wrote, are you anywhere near Cedar sinai April's having the baby. I need to have someone watch Chance for one hour. You wrote, fuck no, I'm at the Bel Air. <laughs> <laughs> That's right there. So you can see that. I'm just verifying this. I don't think that ever Yeah, happened. you wrote that at 5.22 p.m. on March 14th. Oh, yeah, 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 no, no. You wrote, fuck no, I'm at the Bel Air. Yeah, yeah. That was this the, is friendship. Here's this is friendship thing. right here. Here's the thing. That's the <laughs> best only, thing. Not only I that can't make it, That is the best thing I'm I so could have texted. Because I, I was in the Bel Air. I was under a great deal of stress. I was under a great deal of stress. But here's what I love. Because you go, are you able to me that, the baby? To me, that, any, any other friend would have been like, Yes, what do you need? And yeah. I, the, you, you don't talk about the second text I said. Yeah. The first one was definitely, I think it's so funny to say, <laughs> fuck no. Like, forget the Bel Air thing. It's hilarious to be like, my, my wife is having a baby, I need your help. And someone's like, fuck no, man. <laughs> I am, well, I mean, internally, I am internally, that read to me, fuck you, I'm at the Bel Air. Oh, that would have been a better thing to write. <laughs> You just Where's the Bel Air? What is the Bel Air? Then I, but then I afterwards, I, I wrote. So I you want me to go back to Drexel? Yeah, I know. You, it's you, near there. Yeah. And then, he, then you wrote, "That's okay." They just told us the baby yeah, will right. be here in more than an hour. We should have people th- to here to watch him by then. then. Yeah. Thanks for your offer, though. <laughs> ha ha ha! Like we would ever use you now, if we could. And then you wrote, "I already had a nanny on the way." Right. And then you wrote. Let me know what happens. <laughs> That's true. Like it's a part of a That's movie, true. you know. No, but that was nice. I, look, I'm I'm not giving you a hard time. Yeah, no, no, I want to know was, what the Bel Air is. Yeah, I only know because the next oh, thing you write is, yeah, everything went smoothly. This is 1:44 a.m. So this is yeah. really when yeah, the baby was is born, yeah. March 15th, yeah. 2013. Yeah. At 1:44 a.m., when yeah. is born. Yeah, when Alice. When Alice. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Cash Levy, Win yeah. Levy, uh, Win Alice Levy, Alice, yeah, Alice is a girl's name. It, Alice, March fifteenth, yeah. twenty thirteen, one forty four. Win Alice, Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> Levy was born, and Cash wrote me. Everything went smoothly. Two kids now living a double life. Can't wait to catch up again. <laughs> what? He takes this moment to reveal to me that he's also a spy. <laughs> but then you wrote back. The next morning, I can't believe it. I can't believe it. I wish I had been in the room, which you had an opportunity to be. (laughs) I wrote, I can't believe it. Congrats. I love you. I can't believe it. I wish I had been in the room. What is creepier than that? (laughs) (laughs) It'd be like, I wish I could have been there to see the birth. (laughs) So creepy. And then later you write, it would have been such a creep-tastic birth with me there eating caramel corn. Tell April I love her. I'm so happy for you. And I just, yeah. every so often while I'm eating the caramel corn, I turn to a doctor. I go, I know you can't have this because of the gloves thing, but you are missing out. <laughs> but I want to go back. I want to go back. I want to go back to the Bel Air. Because I pictured you, I pictured the Bel Air as a hotel. And I pictured it's you really in a cute. pool drinking a Mai Tai. 
Is it? Was that anywhere close to what My was happening? My tie's close. Well, you know, usually it's like it was mar- margaritas. I got really. I pictured you on an inflatable, uh, you know, uh, lounge chair in a pool. You know, what you I wasn't. It wasn't in a pool, but I was laying on the concrete in the patio in one of those pool, you know, sort of floaties, and I had yeah. on my wings. Yeah. Okay. And I was drinking a margarita. <laughs> you know. And I, you know, because I just, I really have been having some real. I've been in the throes of an artistic issue. It really comes. Really comes down to actually the caramel corn thing. I was sort of making a joke, and <laughs> Freud says that every joke has a, a bit, you know, an element of truth to it. Okay. And I just lately I've been trying to make caramel corn at home, and I just I bought this thing online. I bought another thing uh, through like an infomercial. I basically, long story short, I spent about three hundred bucks on yeah, laugh it up, Ryan. I spent about 300 bucks on caramel corn making equipment, and it's just not... They say it's so fucking easy in the instructions, and it isn't easy. It just simply is not. Is this true? Yeah! So I had a fucking breakdown. What's the Bel Air? Well, I'm trying to make the... Just listen to me. This is why I can't talk to anybody about it. I feel alienated. I have no friends to talk to. You're not on the list. Good luck to you and your family. Congratulations on your recent addition. The caramel corn is it's it's very difficult to make. I don't want to get angry. I've been in therapy talking about how I don't need to get angry. I just need to communicate. Okay. Yeah. It's hard for me that this caramel corn is supposed to be so easy to make and it isn't, and it's affecting my life and my work. And that's why I went to the Bel Air. Okay. And the Bel Air is a hotel. You know, I'm not sure. It's. A- <laughs> I can't get an answer out of you. Ryan didn't know what it was. It's a, what it is. I've been wondering for, for a week what the school, Bel Air is. Listen, it's a kernel. And how close is it to Cedar Sinai? Just it, listen. It, it would really I piss me off. The root it'll, of it. it'll really piss me off if, oh, if it's, it's a room within it's a subsection the subsection of Cedar Sinai. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, it's, there's a wing. It's a division in the hospital. That's really going to piss me it's off. For cur- it's Colonel Poppers. <laughs> And I want to get it's to the source of this. It's caramel corn problems in the cedar side. I went, you know, I had to just sort of, I had to kind of be in my own space. And that, you know, it's good to have that space to have room services all the time. Because you kind of, I descend sort of into a, a spiral of madness for a bit. And then I'm able to come back out and hopefully make some good corn. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> mm, love that sweet, sweet corn. You've talked about that. You've Colin, managed popcorn you, corn. You, you've managed to take this very serious topic and make it really serious. And turn it into caramel corn. Uh, no, and make it okay. Sorry, I I happen to make it a little bit about my problems, <laughs> and not you and your fucking son. And when, if you're listening, Alice is a girl's name. It's a girl's name. I had an uncle named Alice. They made fun of him every day of his life. <laughs> Um, and you could have just gone by Al. So here's what happened. So you wrote me that text back. Yes. And then I finally walked over and just grabbed the phone from my wife, just ripped it away from her, started yelling at Alaska Airlines. She thought she had a $157 flight with her frequent flyers for both her parents from Chicago. Now, the, now Alaska, this is a nightmare. Alaska's... <laughs> Arguing with you with American because apparently they've merged. Yeah, and now they're arguing. So now I have two airlines on the phone at once while my life uh, wife is in labor, and I'm, Your life I'm like, is in I don't labor. give a shit about either of you. I was like yelling. You know, I'm like, I'm under a lot of stress right now. I was like, I was like, wait, weren't you just telling her not to be like that? Were you outside of the birth I, room? I left. I left the birth room, but chances. Did you me. go into somebody else's birth room? 
That's what I would have done. It's not great. I'm sorry. Can you hold on for a second in here? I need some privacy. Listen, it's $157. What are the taxes and fees? You never said that in the beginning. Just tell me I have $135. I'm like yelling. I'm like, I'm missing the birth of my son. Sort this fucking shit out. Like I was yelling. Yeah, and on the other end of the line. Swear, and they didn't hang up. That was really nice. Because they believed you about the birth. And she was like, I can't help like, you, sir. It's $400. Apparently the fare was wrong. A lot of stuff was going on. You'll have to. There's a little graph of it on our uh, on Facebook of, of, of the fare differences that happened during this conversation. If you really want to get to the nuts and bolts of it but bottom line i'm joking uh right, <laughs> right next to the i was like you, you are pissed that you went right next to will, are you willing to pick up canadian coins which is something <laughs> keep, people keep texting me like what about canadian money how does that factor in with the graph but all i'm saying is uh, i finally just said figure this fucking shit out and i put the phone down i went back into the room and in fairness to United, uh, america and alaska they kept talking because i came back about five minutes later and they were still arguing with each other on the phone. I'm like, I'm, I'm, I can't believe you're still, I'm like, book, I don't care anymore. Give us the $400 fare. At that point, it was like, I'm going to lose some money on this. Let's get this done. But you got a kid coming. I have a kid coming, and I don't want to miss it for this. It seems like a dumb reason to miss it, right? It's not a great story. So we story. got the phone, and then April, uh, and then April you know, gives birth, which, um, you know, again, very. it was real quick. And uh, here's the thing. Now, there's, now I have, I have, uh, there's now two people. Uh, that April loves more than me at our house. Uh, two people where I am now third. I'm now third on the totem pole. I love that this at our is the house. first thing you're saying. <laughs> two people. I've now created. I created two. You're creating rivals competition to yeah. the affection of the one woman that actually happened to love me. Okay, I created this mess. And if there's chocolate in the house, there's three things that go before me. Three things that she'll love more than me. I created this mess. And it's weird. When you get home, you're like, you start to see it. And you're like, so I had to come back to the hospital because I'm like, I can't fucking believe this. I am now the third most important thing in my own house. It's really a weird thing to do. And I know you've, you've, we've talked about it a little bit as an option. I mean, yes, you would walk in front, of, uh, in front of a train for the kid. But in terms of the marriage, you, you have created some real rivals. Wow. And so that's why you have to, you know, I'm teaching them to speak languages she doesn't understand. Just creating situations Fierce. where we can bond and she can't, you know. Um, you know. <laughs> I love how competitive you are. <laughs> that this, this is your outlook. Your marriage, you're like, okay, so now i got two other rivals. i got to make some buffers. i got to block them out. <laughs> My favorite part, we get home from the hospital. April was still in the hospital. Yeah. I, per- I took Chance home. And, uh, what did he think about all this? What well, he, he was, that's, that's what was funny about this. He keeps, April's very good at, at letting him feel like it's like his baby. You know, it, he introduces the baby to people. He, you know, his brother, he's going to teach him to bis- you know, ride a bicycle. That was the first thing he said. He doesn't know how to ride a bicycle yet. So, uh, it's <laughs> he's going to be a terrible teacher. He's not going to be a good teacher. Not going to be a good teacher <laughs> at all. But he's very excited. But this is my favorite part of the entire thing. We get home. It's late at night. My son gets on the phone with, with April. He's two and a half. You know, he's just learning phrases. Gets on the phone. He's like, how are you feeling, Mommy? And she starts talking to him. And then he, he waits, kind of nodding his head like a husband that's tired of listening to their wife talk. He even put the phone down for a second, started playing with like a little uh, crane that he has. And then... Picked it back up. He was nodding his head. I mean, he's already picked up like his manners. Like father, like son. That's like father, like son. Just kind of plays with the crane, picks it back up. He's like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He goes, put my brother on the line. <laughs> <laughs> or on the phone, whatever. He's like, put my brother on. 
He's then, already, he thinks his brother's going to talk to him on his first day in the world. I mean, given, yeah. so has he interacted with his yeah, brother? Oh, he like, he's yeah. held him yeah. and stuff? Yeah, he likes holding him and stuff. And it's, that, that part of it is really cool to watch. There's a lot of good aspects of this, and I'm looking forward to, you know, I've only had sex twice with my wife, and look what's <laughs> happened. Okay. Uh, I want to finish this question here. Yeah. What's more offensive? I can't believe you don't have kids, or you should have kids. Or people to say, oh, I'd never have kids. I couldn't do it. It would drive me crazy. Because you do hear both sometimes. People are always giving their opinions about it. And I well, think the sad one, one is the third one. Because that's, oh, I can't believe you have kids. I can never do that. That's essentially, they might as well be saying, uh, I can't believe you're selfless. I could never not be selfish. See, I don't judge people that don't have kids. I, I don't, and I, I just judge these two phrases. I, 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 just I don't think judge people that don't have kids annoying. either. I don't, I'm judging the people that say that third thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, fine okay. if you don't have kids, but it's weird if you're like, I could never do that. It's like, yeah, right. you probably could. You just didn't want to. So mm-hmm. let's talk about something else. First mm-hmm. of all, have you seen the statue of an elephant penis that I had made into bricks and mortars? <laughs> and then I had that transformed into a baby pool, a baby bird pool. And a baby bird pool is really small. You know, I mean, it's, yeah, yeah. it's no bigger than the size of an ashtray. Do we need to make uh, pools for birds? I mean, is it is this a... I don't know that we need to make baby bird pools who, who was the first? drown Who was the first guy that was just like, you know, I, what we really need for these birds is some pools. Yeah, bird Let, pools. Let's, uh, let's start manufacturing a few of those. Remember when that was the thing that you'd walk over and everyone was like, oh, yeah, and this is our bird pool. And you're like, no, it's not. It's your stone container for filthy water. That's a leaf catcher and filthy water It's your disease-riddled It looks like you should come out and go, this is our cesspool, and sometimes (laughs) birds die in it. (laughs) Oh, so Uh, this will be in my act, I think. Hey, we're going to move it along now, and, and to those of you that uh, are upset that we haven't stuck to the complete format, we will be back, you know, very, very tightly uh, doing the, the complete also, format next week. You're not part week. of the 12 and a half, because yeah, we're trying to figure something out yeah. together, yeah. and it's about life, and we yeah. want this podcast want to, talk to about be more than just... You know, talking about some weird caramel corn bullshit. Some birdbath conversation or scepters or all these things that people... (laughs) You should use that. That, I gotta say, everybody should use that as a way of describing a terrible conversation. (laughs) Oh, God. I was just talking to this dildo over there with some fucking birdbath conversation. (laughs) That's a catchphrase for sure. I mean, I'm stuck in this birdbath conversation for an hour and a half with this guy. I never even get to talk to the birthday boy. <laughs> We're just it's a cesspool of a conversation. It was a birdbath conversation. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> this has been uh, so fun, and if you didn't have fun, then you should listen to fucking Pete Holmes podcast yeah. for some crap. <laughs> well, in any event, we'll get back to, to a little more structure next week. And I guess the last thing I would want to mention is that I have incredibly sensitive nipples. I mean, just to the point where I can't even leave the house some mornings. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna move on to tiny opinions because I've been meaning to talk to you about this. Okay, let's do it. And I know we're skipping. Though they out. are in fact normal-sized men, they have tiny opinions. Okay. So, th- so before we went to our coma, uh, I went to a. I was at a restaurant, and here's my here's my tiny opinion. 
I don't think karaoke singers, I think we should boo them. And I think we should feel comfortable booing them. I don't understand why karaoke is okay. I don't understand why it's okay. I'm in the middle of, you know, at a bar or something. Right. It's okay to do this intrusive thing and, and, and ruin these songs that we already love and sing them much worse than we had, you know, heard them. You know, with a comedian, at least we're doing new jokes that people haven't heard. We're not ruining yeah. somebody already love. Right. Not only is it intrusive and you're annoying, you also are ruining something I already liked. Right. And you're just, all of a sudden, you're singing and you're yelling at me. I don't see any other thing like this in life. I don't, uh, I, you know, I don't force my cooking upon everyone at a restaurant. Now, I know what you're going to say. You're going to say, well, you, you knew there was karaoke and you, know, you could always leave. But what if you're in a place where it's the only you know, place open left for food? Why is it funny? Why do karaoke singers think it's funny? To sing poorly and to annoy all of us. Shouldn't there be a standard? Well, they don't. I mean, you know, a lot of people just don't realize they're terrible at singing. So they actually think they're good. I mean, that's what American Idol is all about. It's everyone thinks they're a good singer. Just like everyone thinks they're funny. Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, karaoke is weird to me. I don't get it. I don't get it. Imagine there's no equivalent for it with comedy. Mm-hmm. And it just is. I guess it's a wish fulfillment thing where you're like, I've always wanted to sing this song in front of six drunk people, two of which are like, "Fuck you!" I'm trying to finish a quiche. <laughs> Shouldn't you have a requirement? Which is what I say, no matter what I'm eating, when somebody karaoke's in my face. Shouldn't the karaoke uh, person, whoever's there, be able to say? That was your one. Shouldn't it be more of an audition process? We are a, a professional establishment where people buy things from us, food and drink, and you sound like ass. You're not allowed to come back and sing. I think we can be a little bit more direct than that. <laughs> Look, if I'm sitting on a park bench and someone sits next to me and starts yelling in my ear. Then you made a new friend. A Robert, Wait, where were a we Robert Frost it? poem or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'm trying to read or relax. Or, I would get angry. Why are we not booing karaoke singers? Yeah, but look, there's... Why do we let them off? Look, oh, it took such courage. No, this person's an asshole. They're yelling at me. And I'm this... trying to eat my chicken wings. Let me tell you this about the t- this teeny tiny opinion. Okay. It's gigantic. <laughs> Second is, you know, people... I don't know. If, if you went into... If the only place open for food was a slam poetry place, and you walked in and they just started doing slam poetry... You'd also want to be like, boo, but you wouldn't feel as comfortable yelling boo because there's no music. I think it's yeah. easier to boo a karaoke person. Yeah. Sometimes I'll go, you know, I'll, I'll sort of sing them off stage. Like if somebody's doing a bad song, I'll go, hey, stop in the name of love. Get off the stage. <laughs> now I'm going to, yeah, look, here, here's the thing, though. I, I still, I still look. If a, a comedian needs an audience to hear the laughter, right? That's part of the medium, right? Painters can paint on their own, and they often do. Mm-hmm. They don't need to paint in public. Singing, you can sing alone. You can sing in the shower. You don't need to come out in public. Public painting and fucking is, poison all of us. Public painting you're is pointing, a little weird too. If yeah, it's like oh, nothing, just painting the skyline. I saw a guy doing that in a canyon recently. <laughs> I was like, look, dick face, we all, oh, great, you're a painter. You know what? I can also sit for five hours and make a tiny picture of clouds. 
Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, how good of a painter do you have to be? I mean, I guess, you know, caricature artists, they're out and among us. But they're not painters. I mean, public painters are people that are really sitting and painting something. And I just say, take that painting to private, you public painting pill pose. (laughs) Pill poppers. I want to say dildos. I saw an interview with that fellow. I saw an interview with that fellow from... uh, uh, he was married to Courtney Cox. Is our cat? Is that his name? Yeah. Yeah, and I guess he's he's a uh, professional. Uh, he was talking about the professional versus the amateur graffiti artists. You know, and he was talking about the professionals, and I was yeah. talking about different famous graffiti artists. Um, and it was a right in the interview. The police weren't coming. Remember when graffiti was. You know, uh, illegal. Like it was just weird talking about it this like this. You know, well, it is I mean, still illegal. Oh, it is. Okay. Well, he was out there with a spray can, and they were filming it. Uh, you know, I just <laughs> I'm just a little confused. That seems a that, little intrusive. That is I don't the only thing that up. is clear in this last. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The last two minutes, the only thing that's clear is you say. I'm just a little confused. I okay. was told by nobody that graffiti was legal. This this may be. <laughs> I drew that conclusion. <laughs> Because somebody was married to Patricia Arquette, actually probably David Arquette, his brother. Would you would you call this a birdbath conversation? <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I, I wouldn't wash a bird with yeah. this conversation. <laughs> uh, if you don't remember, the birdbath conversation means. Um, just yeah. a total wash of a conversation. Right. A, a conversation about bird baths, which isn't really going to go anywhere. It's not going to go anywhere. Mm-hmm. I want to tweet Eli's actual T.J. Miller, Tammy mm-hmm. J. Miller. Okay. Now, she's done 19 tweets. Okay. And uh, I just want to go over her last, um, you know, in, in October of 2012, she tweeted, I entered... At Promevo giveaway, win new Samsung, Google, Chromebook. These are all hashtags. Hashtag EDU, hashtag Google Apps, hashtag Google Apps, EDU. So that seems like spam. Then the next day, she writes, research reveals that noted geniuses think in opposites. Their tolerance to consider two incompatible things fosters the creation of the new. Fuck you. Wait, are we doing? A, we're not doing maskers right now. Though, well, right? no, but this is at TJ Miller. Oh, okay. This is the because you called me at TJ Miller. It's actually at not TJ Miller. Oh, okay, yeah. And this is this woman. Have you seen this? No. Take a look. Okay, so you're changing. So what you're saying is there's somebody acting like you. No, there's. I can't use the. We've never talked about this. We I have. think we talked about it once. And I I can't use I the understand. Twitter handle at TJ Miller because it's taken by a woman named Tammy J Miller. Tammy who's J. Tweeted Miller. Nineteen times since two thousand and seven. Did you ask her nicely? That's roughly can, two or three tweets. Did a she year. ask her night? Did you ask her nicely if you can have the? Yeah, I said give it up. And what'd she say? She said. I don't know why I laughed. I think that's so funny that that's what she say. Did you ask her nicely if you got back? Yeah, I was like, give it up, <laughs> give it up. Uh, she said she just doesn't respond to me. I mean, she's got a pretty important feed there. Read that the latest one. Okay, her latest uh, f- uh, thing that she tweeted was Tweet, yeah. was it a Halloween party? Well, that's what she that's was what it? She wrote question mark. I don't know. Uh, but she's. Some of her tweets are, you know, one of them she wrote, San Diego, exclamation mark. (laughs) 
It's true. Which she did I think her she first retweets. Read her first retweets. They're amazing. I mean, it's so incredible because it's not like there's just if it was another person who was her first every, tweet ever. Yeah, uh, one of her collection yeah, of nineteen. And by the way, they're going to make a, a, a book out of her. I tweets. do. I want to make a tweet where I a book where I do an essay on each tweet. And it's nineteen. These are her like first. Ten I'm going to read her first three tweets. This is funny. Uh, Tammy J. Miller, uh, at T.J. Miller. And this is the person that has supplanted the real T.J. who I'm sitting with. I, I wish I You know what? I'd like to get Tammy on this podcast. This oh. is, she, her first tweet ever is, working, 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 exclamation mark. So this really gets us into knowing. That's it. But the second one, the second tweet. Which was when? Which is, which is literally three months later. She writes, working in my office. <laughs> <laughs> well, three so, months later, she's like, you know, maybe I'm not being specific. So things about. really haven't changed much. And then Tammy wants to let us know six days later. This is her third tweet. Uh, thank God she's on Twitter. She writes, at work. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It's so unbelievable. You know what we should do, TJ? So how long is Let's that from this. that first tweet Let's to that Let's have everyone tweet. from this podcast follow her. And, and then we'll we'll read yeah, her listen, tweets and see tw- how she responds. It's a 12 and a half want to follow. Want and to just follow. be nice to her. Just say, like, hey, did you know that there's another guy who's fairly active with the, t- the, the name TJ She's Miller? tweeted 19 times. She has 49 followers. So there's 49 people that know now that she worked a lot during the first four months of her activity. I, I, I don't think that she understands how to look at her. At, well, she does now. She, like, learned a year ago because I follow her. Okay, here's and one. She learned. To, I get an alert. I get. I actually get mail delivered that is an alert. The government alerts me when she tweets. One of her tweets was very simple, and this is when she really started to get it. She started yeah. to get how this works. Not that I'm a great tweeter, by the way. I don't know about this thing, but uh, this is one where you got the feeling she got it. She wrote to Wiener. That was it. That was it. Exclamation yeah. mark or no? Just Wiener. <laughs> So that's when she really was starting to, you know, because you have to learn to be concise. The working, 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 too redundant. She just wrote wiener. That's more of an advertisement for maybe what she wanted to have happen. <laughs> oh, here's the next one. What does that even mean? She waited. It's an advertisement. She's well, like, wiener. She's advertising. She wants some, some action, maybe. Oh, I think that was more of like or a, even a hot dog. an ad. Maybe or she's maybe like, she's hungry for a hot dog. <laughs> Now she waited. To, yeah, that's a hard tweet to follow. She's, so she waited two weeks, and she's following. She's following the pattern of the working, working in my office, working, working, working. She yeah. should say wiener. She she generally I, tweets with W. I'd like yeah. to eat a wiener at a hot dog stand, and then it says wieners, wieners, wieners. <laughs> now she's never retweeted anyone. That doesn't. That's not in her nature. So say your thing. I always try and retweet her. Someone's calling you now. Can I? Should I just? Uh, turn this off. Uh, yeah, I think okay. I'll decline that. Um, now the wiener, the wiener one. She waited two weeks after the wiener uh, tweet, and then she felt like she had something else to say to the world. And here's what she said: She said hashtag Pabiot, P A B Y O T, Pabiot. So that probably changed some lives. Well, I looked up what that <laughs> meant, and I, I don't know that it means anything. I think she might also just have Twitter to do contests or something. It's very confusing to me. You know, mm-hmm. I don't understand 
I don't get it. It's it's so it's impossible to decipher. I really would like to do a book about it, you know. <laughs> All right. Well, that was fun talking about that. I uh, here's another one. Yeah. Um, when you're about to get in a fight with someone, because yeah. I recently I was getting out of the car at Donnybrook. My lady friend almost was a Donnybrook. It was more of a melee, and this guy's laying fight. into her on the horn. Yeah. I she already let me out. Yeah. Laying her a horn, he's like, "Hey, bitch, you should move. You learn how to drive, or something like that." And I'm, I'm just, I just got out of the car, and I'm standing like next to him, and he's just yelling, totally oblivious. This sort of heavy set. His nose implied he was an alcoholic. You know, looked divorced. Let me put it mm-hmm. that way. He looked mm-hmm. divorced. Yeah, yeah. He had a stain on his shirt. He, I think he was in shorts and like topsiders, dockers, shoes. And he's just screaming at her, and I go, "Hey, man, what are you doing?" And he's like. Well, what, what's going on? How long do I have to wait here? Or something like that. It's like, why don't you quit fucking yelling all the time and just wait a second? She's been waiting also. He's like, oh, yeah, I can yell whenever I want. And I was like, why don't you get out of the car? Now, I think that's always a strong... If you think immediately that the other person... If you think there's any way you could beat someone in a fight, mm-hmm. which I could, I think I could beat this guy up in a fight, mm-hmm. immediately go to the car. Hmm. Make it a thing. Because if he says, okay, I'll get out of the car, then you can start the back talking. Mm-hmm. That's what you need to do. But I really said, I go, why don't you get out of the car? And didn't say anything else about that. And he was like, you know what? She's stupid. You know, and kind of started backpedaling. And then as soon as somebody does that, as soon as they back down a little bit, I always equate it to apes, you know, sort of beating their chest. Okay. As soon as they do that, be like, you know, you can get out of the car and we can talk about this and we can really hash out what exactly. He was like, oh, no, no. And then he was coming into the same place that we were going to, and uh, which I love. We were going to Hamburger Habit number two down Pico. And it turned out he had super long legs. Yeah, I know. He gets out of the car and he's walking <laughs> over and I see a bunch of police officers. They're all they're in the hamburger habit. I'm thinking, oh boy, well this guy's gonna want to get a fight in here. But now yeah. he sees these cops, so I walk over to the cops. I go, hey, I don't know if it matters, but there's a guy who's just yelling the c word at a girl outside, and he's just berating women out there, and he's yeah. just coming in. It's him right there. And they're like, oh, okay, okay. I was like, yes, they're gonna talk to him. It's gonna be amazing. I sit down. He goes over. He's kind of staring at me the whole time. I'm staring at him. My lady friend made me turn away from him when we yeah. were sitting and eating and wait, or waiting for the food because she didn't want me making eye contact with him. And I'm waiting, waiting. The cops don't do anything. I'm like, what is their problem? And then they get up and leave. I'm like, great, now I have to talk to this guy. And they get up to leave. And as they go out, I'm like, what is their problem? And I look at them, they're all firemen. Oh. <laughs> so I told a bunch of firemen, I'm like, hey, some guy's trying to beat people up outside. They're like, cool, call me when he's on fire. <laughs> But then, at Hamburger Habit, there's a big neon sign in the top corner that says, be nice or leave. Yeah. And it just ha- he happened to have sat underneath of it. Mm-hmm. So as we're leaving, I, I we've talked about this, but I think it's always funny to be angry and mean, but saying something that is not like aggressive right, or threatening. Right. And so I just walked over and I go, maybe you should look up, sir, because if you read the sign above you, you would know that you shouldn't even be in this establishment because you're a mean, mean man. Hey, everyone, he's a mean man, and he won't read the sign. And then I walked out. Wait, you feel like that, that wasn't aggressive? <laughs>
Not as aggressive as if I went over and said, hey, listen, you ever yell at a woman again in front of me? I'm going to take the fucking onions on your hamburger, shove them in your nose, and then when you're like, onions smell terrible, I'm going to rip your tongue out, put it into your nose, and say, how do they taste? So those are the two choices. Those are the two possibilities that we're going to And the onion thing takes a long time. It takes a while. It's more visual, too. You've got to beat them up. You had the sign to work with, so you figured I'll go with the friendlier. If the sign above them said, hey, watch out, be nice, or you'll get onion stuffed up your yeah, nose. That'd be funny you if talk the sign said the onion thing. Smell, yeah. Well, it's a long sign. And then you talk about how bad they smell. The aggressor is going to rip out your tongue, put it up your nose, and say, how do they taste? Then I could have pointed the sign and be like, hey, you didn't read the sign? Well, now I'm doing that. <laughs> I think you handled that well. Can good. I start off the mask? Yeah, do one, do it. This is a great one. Renata Sankin okay. uh, at Ola Jupiter. Okay. Writes, for a good sneak-in, this is obviously for you, uh-huh. would it be better to wear a turban, a ranger hat, or a mask of some sort? Well, you know that I feel pretty strongly I'm a purist with the sneak-ins. I don't, I, these people that show up with costumes and these sorts of things, I, I perceive them as prop acts. Um, I, I, don't, I don't like people like, oh, I snuck into the Oscars and I had a VIP pass that I laminated. And I'm like, yeah, you're not a purist, you, you know, uh, you know. Why don't you, you know, do something more creative? You show up, but if you have to have a, a costume, if you if you feel like that gives you some confidence, uh, what were the choices? A mask. Hold on, God damn it! A, yeah. a turban, a ranger hat, or a mask? This is a maskers that is secretly a, a hidden second. question about masks. It's a mask question. Renata, hola Jupiter. I say adios, Jupiter. Vas a morir de mis manos. He just said he would stick onions up your mouth. <laughs> y cuando los probas. He just said, see that sign above your head? That's. Uh, I think a ranger hat. Yeah, it's, I like that it's one. It's hard. Best. If you're wearing a mask, everyone thinks, what's this guy doing? Yeah. A ranger hat, I, I actually, I love because somebody says, hey, buddy, where do you think you're going? You go, where do you think I am not going, <laughs> sir? I'm on my way to look after the range. <laughs> I love this epidural. Hey, buddy, we got to wrap it, it up because I'll tell you what's happening. The epidural is combining with the Jamba Juice immunity, and apparently, I've just I'm reading a little chart here on the side, a little graph that shows that you're not supposed to combine the two. Oh, that's yeah, bad. It's toxic mix. Well, so I we're gonna feel have to. So good. Yeah. So we'll see what happens. Hey, listen. We'll let you know in the. Let episode. me make a mortar cast. <laughs> <laughs> Now leaving Nerdist.com.